0: Uh, this is Gary from Jacksonville and
1: I heard we're gonna talk about was it jewelry John yes, Something in about,
0: fact. yeah about yeah. yeah I've got like some jewels that I want yeah. but like yeah kind of adorn. You know, yeah, but a Yeah, I know you you go
1: for the gaudy guy. type yeah I yeah. think it, yeah
0: it's that whole gaudy Italian thing that <laughs> I've been accused of but yes uh, we are going to be talking about all kinds of things uh, <laughs> to infinity and beyond and yeah this is going to be an interesting discussion to say the least uh yeah you might want to get your tissues or or you know antidepressants depending on your level of reaction to this um but yeah i think that uh it it goes without saying we're going to need a spoiler warning
1: um gary you got one of those oh hello listeners Uh, my name is gary um we're going to be talking about avengers infinity war yeah if if you didn't want want to know just shut us off now, honestly. I'm not even going to tell you to skim ahead a few minutes, because I know we're going to suck up the whole episode talking about it. So just just skip this one if you don't want to be spoiled beyond belief. People live, people die, the the universe has changed, and we're going to tell you about it. So, hang on, and um, I hope you enjoy what we have to say.
0: That's right, and well, we're just going to jump right on into it. So, Avengers Infinity War, um, or as we probably should just call it now, the Empire Strikes Back of the MCU. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> I <a> do. <laughs> well, I do want to start off before we even get into it. When they were first discussing this movie and talking about when it's going to be you know, show up and be in the theaters and stuff like that, they showed the the same very similar graphic that we did see for the the title sequence. But it had, all of them had said part one, and I noticed when we got to this movie that didn't exist. And yeah, I don't think yes. a lot of people realize that or at least I will assume that the average person might think what happens next. And they took out that whole part one sort of thing to, I guess, uh, so I guess people were more surprised or didn't know what to expect, but it surprised me that they deleted that part of the graphic when they'd been showing it for the last year, year and a
2: half.
0: I think that maybe they just wanted to, as you said, kind of disguise the fact that it was going to end on a bit of a cliffhanger. Hmm. Um, Anyone who's familiar with the story kind of knew by the pacing that they were only going to get so far. Um, and approximately what to expect. Uh, that said, um, I think it was better off that people didn't know this. I'll just explain my experience. We went on Saturday, and um, we got there for the, uh, for the first of the IMAX showings at the oh, theater thanks. near us. Yeah, and uh, one of the earlier non-IMAX showings let out as we were waiting for, for everyone to show up. I have never seen a more depressed, <laughs> shell shocks like seriously this this group of of moviegoers looked like they had just walked out of a funeral um and in 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 many ways it was uh and it was like kind of like at that point I knew that my predictions were probably true um but yeah it was amazing to me that you usually have people like oh you know you're you're trying desperately not to get spoiled and instead this was like there was no one spoiling this movie coming out of it other than the fact that they look like they had just gone through the ringer. And uh, quite frankly, uh, people have been saying, is there Avengers fatigue? I'm saying that this movie pretty much proved that idea way wrong. This movie delivered, for many people, a complete shock. They didn't see this coming. They didn't know that they could do this in one of these movies. They figured it would be formulaic, where, oh, here's the big bad. Oh, we're going to raise the stakes yet again, and everything is going to turn out fine in the end, because that's how this all works.
1: Nope. Well, no, because Hawkeye never did show up during the whole movie, so I don't think it ended the way that people expected. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, we did didn't have a uh, Ant Man or Hawkeye, and they made a a slight reference to it. But I was a little surprised. Hawkeye's been with us, uh, you know, through m- um, the entire journey. I was surprised. I was a uh, uh, disheartened to see him left out. So. Uh, See, I don't there were so many people. I I can I think you know it just came a matter of cutting floor to some extent where we can't give do justice to all these characters. There were just too many,
0: uh, and they did the best they could with what they had. Um, actually, I feel like um, I know we're jumping around a little bit, but I feel like yeah. the reason that Ant Man was left out was because this the story of what happened with him is going to be in his own film, um, mm. Ant Man and Wasp. Yes. Um, because I feel like that's going to be the story of him during house arrest, which is what they mentioned. Um, I think Hawkeye is being left out of the equation specifically because um, if you go back and you look at the end of this film, essentially the survivors are the original Avengers. So you have Thor, you have Captain America, you have Black Widow, you have the Hulk, and now it's waiting in the wings is Hawkeye. Hmm. So it's going to bring everything full circle. If they're going to be the team that manages to pull off whatever Doctor Strange saw in that one out of 605 or whatever it was permutations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, which, by the way, anyone who's listening to this and is like, oh my God, how are they going to get us out of this? Doctor Strange literally told them it had to be that way, which means that things are happening exactly the one way that he knew that things had to go in order for things to work out.
1: Um, and he, yeah, and, you know, he even mentions, says something yep. to that effect at one point mm-hmm. where he says "You know, it ha- this is the way it has to be. Yes,
0: precisely, uh, though I can understand people not catching that because they were in mourning and, yes, mm. being traumatized by by the Russo brothers. Uh, yeah, so essentially, um, I feel like it's going to come full circle. I think that that's exactly the intention that they had. They kept Hawkeye in waiting in the wings in order to give him a, more of a spotlight in Avengers 4 um, because really everybody else is gone. Um, they gave everybody else the this, this, this screen time now because they wiped them all out. Uh, which was amazing. Uh, mm. I, I mean, again, being familiar with Infinity Gauntlet, this is the midpoint of the story for all intents and purposes. Thanos wins. Um, if you kind of got the sense of that, like right at the beginning, that this is where they were going with things, I think that it's actually a brilliant move. You, they just delivered a gut punch, and then they get to have the best possible finale in part four. You know, or Avengers 4. So, and there is only really a little bit between now and then. It comes out next year. So they have Ant-Man and Wasp, which is a side story of what happened.
1: That's 11 and a half months, John. That's forever.
0: Uh, yeah, well...
1: That's an infinite... Oh,
0: an infinite. Yes, it feels like an infinite amount of time to wait. Um, but yeah, we have Ant-Man and Wasp and then we have uh, Captain Marvel, which is actually supposedly set in the 90s. So it is more of a...
1: Um I kind of Yeah, I was gonna say I've pretty much read confirmation of yes that it is that yes. it is it's not it's set before the first Avengers movie, yes.
0: Yes. Whether or not it is fully set in that time frame I mm. think may be in question. They Fair could enough. lead into Avengers four with that movie by having a framing device of some kind where it is her origin story explaining why what happens in, you know, a certain scene at the end is uh vital to the solution. To the Thanos problem.
1: Well, I'll just say that as they introduce Captain Marvel, I'm curious how they address why she was not in the Battle of New York. Hmm. I would like to. I, I just hope they they do uh, justice to explain that little uh, plot hole, which in the real world I understand perfectly. It didn't the, pro, pro, the project didn't exist? But as they make a uh, genuine effort to uh, to adhere to continuity in this movie franchise, I would I would hope they would address it. So.
0: Oh, they're gonna have to. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they pulled something similar to Captain America, First Avenger, where they kind of put her on ice, so to speak, for a little yeah. while. And and this is the activation, if 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 you will. Yeah. Um But yeah, so this this movie what I love about it kind of is that there are so many moments oh, along but, the way. Oh,
1: just as a side of oh I have a whole theory on that one, John. We can talk about oh, it. Oh yeah? yeah? Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Thanos and his methodical being ahead of everybody else in <laughs> and, and just wiping the floor with
1: everybody well yeah well i mean i'd like to just talk before we get too much further just talk about the way they portrayed his motivations Mm -hmm. um and his arguments while of course literally uh killing half of the universe is absurd um you know they did try to have him present a sort of reasoned argument that the universe is a finite place and if we continue to over you know overutilize utilize everything and expand populations at the rate we're going there will be nothing left sooner than later and it's his way to actually prolong life in the universe and it's yeah. still that crazy but um but but at least it it, it portrays him as something other than a uh, mustache twirling bad guy ha 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 and it, in um opposition to some of the comics i sort of like that motivation better than him being what they portray in the comic books as the lover of death and trying to make this grand present for her i I like this the movie motivation much better
0: i think that the movie motivation the only real criticism that i have of it is that i don't think that they underscored it quite enough i think it would have been really interesting for when he is confronting tony on titan later in the movie if he pointed out for instance be like oh you 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 know you and your species above all should know considering what you've done to your own world (laughs) you know something like that just to kind of like
1: twist the knife Or if they to me if they'd done some better touchstone about um, about Titan while he said the exact thing happened on Titan there was like a detachment I would love to have heard his mother died and, and not have her be named Martha of course but uh, have, her, have the mother died and um, you know and because of this and that maybe that's what turned him to uh, you know to do this or a family member or a, a wife or you know some close you know associate or something that may opened his eyes to this problem or this issue but we never quite got that level of motivation either
0: no we never did. I think that they kind of uh, they knew that the movie was long enough as it was and that they just wanted to keep it keep it moving the one thing that I think is amazing about this movie is that it never stops you start fast you hit the ground running and it just keeps going it is a constant just churn of events spiraling way out of control for the heroes and they never really get their footing they never feel safe they never feel like oh we've got this covered they just keep trying, and they're just desperate the entire yeah. time.
1: Yeah, there's no breather
0: in the anywhere in this. No, and it's two and a half hours of just... Rel- and I think that that's part of why people came out of it so traumatized, is that they're like, we just got just beat the hell out of in this movie, and they lost. It, you, know, yeah. you know, all the criticism of Age of Ultron, man, this just... <laughs> this just proved that you can have a movie that long, and it just will just drag, just drag you along... And you can't help but like be, you know, compelled by it to just keep watching and just like, wow, how much worse can it get for them? Oh, okay, that much worse. Um, and then to still manage to have a, f- a few prominent characters and yet so like, how many dozen characters were in this, and everyone pretty much had a beat. I can't think of one of the background characters from one of the existing films that didn't at least have a line. Kind
1: of, oh, th- even, um, you know, yeah, as I think of, of, I would call almost third tier characters like Mantis. I mean, she even had an, uh, the nice, you know, one or two nice focus scenes with it. Uh, Drax had several, um, the only person I f- I still felt got a little short change might've been, um, uh, Black Widow. She seemed to, um, have sort of the least, least input for me. She, you know, she had one good fight scene, but that was pretty much it where other people seem to get a lot better lines and things of that nature. But, um,
0: Yeah, you didn't really get a sense of where she's been, but again, I feel like this is one of those instances where, for instance, uh, you got a lot of Tony, you didn't get a lot of Steve, you didn't get a lot of uh, Black Widow, you got some Bruce, but not really that, like, you didn't get a lot of Hulk. I think that's because it's being saved for the fourth movie. Like I said, I think that's going to be their big, like, full circle send-off End of phase three. End of the of the entire you know cycle for 10, 11 years. Um, it makes perfect sense for them to be the ones standing. My my alternative theory was that they were going to go all but Hawkeye, and Hawkeye was going to lead the new Avengers to, <laughs> and and that was going to be the way to kind of pass the torch. But I think yeah. it makes more sense this way. Actually, um, the entire time I I I was predicting that this movie was going to end with Dennis winning. Um, it was the only way that they could do something different, and. I think they just did a really good job of just giving you hope along the way and then each character's particular failings caught up with them. Um, The most obvious one being Star-Lord. Oh, wow. Like, of all the people, he is the one that really, like, carries the blame the most because they pretty much had him down. They had Thanos down and then Star-Lord blew it. Um, But there are other opportunities that were were there and it just didn't happen. Um, You know, for all Thor's bluster, he, like, barely had a, a chance and he actually you know, made his own mistakes in this movie too. Yeah. Um, and that's like he, he, you, know, you had Thor's hubris. You had Star-Lord's recklessness. You had Tony's you know, Tony for all his purposes um, this is such a, a way to pull off his arc because he's been afraid of what's going to happen since the incident in New York and yeah. everything he was afraid of happened so you know in the comics uh you probably i don't need to tell you you know this he, he's branded as a futurist yes a, a, to a fault like a, a major fault and yeah
1: oh yeah yeah that plans the, out everything yep. to the
0: yeah and that was the whole point of age of ultron was is that he lets his fears overcome his better judgment because he sees what's coming and now yeah the, everything that he was afraid of came to pass
1: i oh, don't know yeah uh, Exactly. And um just trying to think. I, I there was I guess one scene where you mentioned not seeing that much about of uh Steve. Now when they finally go back, I guess, to the Avenger headquarters and um Bruce comes out and they're saying it's awkward when he, he's talking to uh to Black Widow and does that mean that something was going on with Steve and Black Widow? Um they didn't. I can't say there was a line, anything to say yes, but at the same time, why would it be awkward that she was seeing him? What did I, unless I missed something? I didn't.
0: no, I didn't think it was awkward in that sense. I think it was awkward because they thought that, um, because everyone assumed that he was dead. Okay. And the last thing that happened. <clears throat> Excuse me. The last thing that happened was essentially. If you remember from Age of Ultron, was her basically, um, I forget the exact scene, but basically it was something between them. So it seems like that would be like the fair enough. Yeah, um, I don't think it was anything to suggest that like Black Widow and Captain America. It's like at this point, yeah, that would not be a good look. <laughs> it's like really Black Widow. Who else on the team? <laughs> Have you not dated other than... Oh, no, wait. You were with Tony, kinda. Mm. Um, <laughs> this is bad. Thor's the only one left. Um, mm. That would probably not work out. But no, I, I think that actually it was just the fact that it's like she never expected to see him alive again. So. Um, let's see. I mean, what else do we have here? I think we talked about... We talked a little bit about the Guardians. I like the fact that they gave Mantis something to do. Uh, how about Gamora? Do you, what do you think of her fate?
1: I... um. I mean, I saw – I I presumed the ending, uh, much like you did, or at least that it would be an option. Right. But um, that death really shocked me. I did not expect – I did not expect that kind of death uh, for her. Uh, I expected at, you know, a disintegration maybe or just something – or a knife stab, but to just literally drop her and then watch her fall and crunch – um, it was just uh, shocking to me. And I think even she was shocked because, you know, as, as they're getting that soul gem, she's mocking him that, ha, huh, you can't get it because there is no one you love. And uh, she, I think she was generally, genuinely shocked that he did. <laughs> Mm -hmm. or at least that he felt that way about it i she i think she was she was just you know she was very stunned about the whole situation which also you know implies a whole nother level of their relationship it's one of those things not a word is said about their relationship but when that happens all of a sudden it just really changes the you know makes you re-examine the whole dynamic so that's good that's great writing in my in my opinion Mm -hmm. so um i was uh um, I, I, I did gasp during that section. That was probably, uh, one of the, uh, more surprising moments for me. So
0: definitely, I think that, uh, the big question everybody has is, do you think that her death will be reversed?
1: That's a good question. I'm not sure it, it doesn't fall within the half on the other hand, you know, at this point we're talking about mucking with reality in a way like it's like shaking a magic eight ball. So I can't say anything would be off the cards at this point. Um, I mean, I just look at, look at, I think maybe even as a uh, teaser for that, look at, um, when, uh, um, Thanos brought vision back, he had already exploded and dead and he just mm-hmm. turned, turned time back. All of a sudden he's alive. So, you know, so I, at this point, you know, geez, uh, you know, they try to kill people off when we don't have this kind of, uh, resurrection technology and they bring them back. So why not now? <laughs> so, um, true. So we'll, we'll have to see. But, um, I, at this point I would not, I'm not, um, I don't, I can't, I don't think it, we will not see her again. So you don't think so? No, I think we will. I mean, oh, I, we okay. will not, not see her again. I was, ah. uh, but yeah, so I, yeah, I, I have a feeling she'll, I have a feeling just about everybody will be back. Uh, especially with the, um, when I realized that, um, this was not going to be a permanent ending, honestly, was when I saw um, uh, T'Challa get, uh, fade away. Yeah, I said, oh, no, not with the money that movie brought in. Now I know people are coming back. <laughs> so um, oh, that, yeah. that almost spoiled it for me in some ways because for them to move, put him away, mean, and I know just for, in the real world that there definitely is going to be a second movie. So there's no way his death could be permanent. Um, it sort of negated a lot for me because I realized that we're going to have some some sort of massive level of reset at this point. Uh, yeah, I think that most of the, the, and I don't need, I didn't need to have one. It would have been a heck of it, I mean, to go forward would have been a heck of an interesting world. Uh, you know, storytelling wise, um, as a result of this. So as a result of the constant, you know, of what happened with with half the universe being gone, it opens up a, a, a whole plethora of stories. So at that point I said, Oh wow, that's really you know, gutsy. But then when I saw him pop away, I said, ah, nuts, now they're going to just re- reboot everything. So I was, I was disappointed. But anyway, I saw him.
0: Well, I mean, on the one hand, um, when they made this, they filmed this long before the Black Panther actually came out and was this <laughs> massive success. So it's not that they necessarily knew, but I think that they guessed. Otherwise, they would not have had so much happen in Wakanda. Um, at the same time, I think that, again, if you're familiar with the actual story, <laughs> um, yeah, things get reversed. It's just a question of how they're going to pull it off in the films and who, is, how far do they reverse it? Uh, I have a feeling Gamora will come back too, because there's already announced guardians of the galaxy volume three. Um, and I can't imagine that they're going to do that to star Lord, uh, or that the actress wouldn't have wanted to come back or something like that. So I have a feeling that they're going to reset right back to the beginning of this film. um, mm. And make it kind of, oh, I mean, they could, there are some people who are conjecturing they'll go all the way back to the beginning of Avengers. Um,
1: yeah, that could be because, you know, you think to yourself, well, say you want to wipe out Gamora's death. Well, he already had, you know, he had to get the stones for, for me, the, the starting point would have been where Stephen Strange was figuring everything out. Yeah. You know, came up with, oh, this is the one way to do it. But at that point, you know, she's already dead. So you're right. They're going to, for them to wipe her, her death out, they're going to have to go back before he encountered the stones. So yeah, and so so yeah, they could go like you said. The back at this point really could be anywhere.
0: Mm, okay. Let's see here. It could it
1: Garo. could be all the way back at Steve Rogers and the Tesseract.
0: It could be. Yeah. Um, which would make sense of why they uh, had the cameo with Red Skull. Which, what did you think of that?
1: Well, number one, it wasn't the same actor. No which which was a oddity <laughs> given that they they bring everybody back. Um, it seemed hideously out of place. I would have much rather seen a, uh, a, a, ronin, a ronin, ronin? Mm-hmm. ronin, ronin the destroyer uh, would have made more sense being a spacefaring entity who would have been on a, a foreign planet. Uh, I th- I found that a little uh, off-putting. I I, I mean, I see what they're doing. They're trying to pay homages to all the movies, so to speak, and by bringing him back, you know, it does that. But it just—it didn't seem—it seemed out of place. He, he, they should have stayed with some spacefaring person. I would have thought. Well, let's all
0: just be happy that they didn't actually like use the guy who played who uh, was the fake Mandarin. Fair enough. Been, yeah, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. That
1: Although that—that would. Have been that, that would have been a nice Adam Warlock part right there. But, uh, for the, for those who don't read comic books, uh, Adam Warlock typically is uh, Thanos's uh, foil, <laughs> um, um, defeating him time after time. And for uh, you know, for him to be so noticeably absent is uh, glaring to comic book readers. So, uh, but yeah, so he would have been a nice person to throw right in. There. But that's well, just
0: well, just wait until the next one. I have a feeling that that's exactly why he was kind of sorta introduced at the end of Guardians too.
1: Yeah. I know that's uh, why I expected yeah. to see him now. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Anyway.
0: Um so, so let's see. That's the guardian side of things. Um Yeah, I mean, uh we had Thor and what do you think Do you think Loki's dead?
1: I will hope no, but um when I was watching the movie, I believe so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um it seemed uh I I don't Thanos does not seem the one to fall for uh cheap theatrics.
0: No. I think that it, it I think that that was um genuine in the sense that if you don't do that then the stakes are awfully reduced. Um
1: Well I thought Hemdall take Hemad- everything back. So I th- I thought Hemdall dying was a pretty it was was a pretty uh touching thing. Yes. And um, while I understand mm. for the storyline why he didn't send Thor on that magic uh, carpet ride back to Earth, I uh, logically don't understand it. <laughs> but um, mm. but so still now, yeah, we have most of Asgard wiped out. I thought of all of that. Oh, d- well, you know, they were talking about half of Asgard, but then the whole ship blew up. Mm. So I, I sort of scratched my head a little bit. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> I'm just saying they said yeah. – he yeah, said half, is. and then the whole ship blows up. So, mm-hmm.
0: might... that might, yeah, that who knows. Yeah. But uh, I mean, there are other elements of the nine realms. As we we met the tallest character in the entire film,
1: yes, we by did. Yes, <laughs> yes, and I I, I love the line. Thanos said, "I could have my life, but he was taking my hands." Uh-huh. <laughs> that was that, that was. Uh. Are those gloves? No, nope. nope. <laughs> they're not. Uh, but, um, I actually, I enjoyed Thor's humor in this movie. I thought it was, um, ju- gee, like it was just within the right range the whole time. He was pompous and bombast- bombastic, but at the same time, not ludicrous.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was just like, there's a job to do it. I'm going to get it done. <laughs> it,
0: it was a take on how he, he was yeah. acting in Ragnarok. Yeah. But for those of us who perhaps felt like he was just a little too full of himself in Ragnarok, it was setting him up for the fall. Yeah. Um, which was actually kind of nice to see. Uh, my only real issue with Thor and, and kind of other aspects of his kind of encounters with the guardians is that I kind of thought that he was overly dismissive and insulting to Peter. Um, it kind of pushed Peter a little bit to, what he does later um, into a certain sense of desperation when it comes to Gamora. But I just felt like, wow, that was a level of like disrespect that I didn't really see coming. Um, It was funny in some respects, but at the same time, it was also just, it felt like a little bit on the edge of like unbelievable.
1: I just, I just felt he was somewhat in overdrive. Think about all he had just lost, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it was just a sort of coping mechanism, if you want to think mm-hmm. of it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, jeez, uh, you know, I'm just going to go right into this. Uh, you know, focus on the goal and just get it done, and whatever It doesn't matter. Hey, we got to go get a weapon, so come on. Who's coming with me? Oh, thank you. I don't care, I really care about you one way at all, except the ship that you're going to give me to go. So let me go already. Go. This. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true, I suppose. But that's how I, that's how I read it. So, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I was right, and it was a lot of uh, humor. And uh, Gamora was rubbing his arm a little too much. I agree, mm-hmm. so, um, but yeah, but uh, I, I see what you're saying. I don't know that it's set. I still don't think it really had anything to do with his motivations when he was when he was um, confronting Thanos. I think Gamora did all that by right by herself. But uh, but I, I see. I, I could see where you where you would say that. Yes.
0: Well, I think it's just a matter of... Um,
1: Remember, Thor wasn't was that handsome of, anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of off his um, off his game from the moment Thor showed up. Or, you know, that they encountered Thor, I should say. Um, it just felt like he had something to prove the entire way, and it just kind of added to what I think was his overall just disposition. But...
1: Well, think well think about it he's really the least powerful person that's going on right now look at look at when the battle was happening um, you know you have uh, Iron Man Tony coming down with geez, what felt like five different versions of armor in his one thing, smacking him every which way. Uh, Strange is pulling out every trick in his book from that mirrored universe thing mm-hmm. to, you know, just, you know, Sidorak bands. Heck, even Spider-Man smacked him in the face with webbing. And, um, and here's Peter. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, he really was the weakest person there attacking, uh, assaulting Thanos. He should have felt like a, he was the fifth wheel to a large extent.
0: Hmm. Okay, now, um, most affecting death.
1: There was honestly only one death. I yelled yelled at the screen at, and um, that was when uh, Maria Hill vaporized away. But it, <laughs> really, oh okay. I don't know what it was. I was just like, oh shield oh God damn. Oh,
0: I thought and, that uh, Fury's reaction was.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, his, well was his, Yeah, yeah, that was uh, well times in the yes. uh, in the thing. But um, obviously, Good morrow was probably the most emotionally uh, wrenching one through the whole thing. It was the it was the first real death i mean we saw loki dead but we've seen him dead before as thor said so uh it didn't have that gravitas that um uh, having her die um i think pulled pulled everyone uh into the seriousness of what what's happening at this point and see, so a lot I, of the people i know yeah. said that it was uh, peter parker well you know i view honestly all the fadeaways as really a whole different category mm-hmm. uh see that. you know you know, Gamora dying was you know something different to me than every than half the, when half the universe faded away. It was it was personal. It was, jeez, you know, sad in the sense that 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 was the person that Thanos loved, and he was willing to do that. You know, it's one thing when you don't care about anybody, but uh, you know, that so that to me struck me as um as that as as the hardest hitting death for me. Yeah, I, I I can see where you know. Uh, Peter, you know, Peter's scene was definitely uh, heartbreaking, especially as he's right there by Tony. And Tony, of course, you know, even though he'll say he doesn't, feels completely responsible. And uh, um, I can only wonder how that's going to affect him in going forward. But yeah, really, it was still for me, Gamora was the... Was the, was the only was the real death that affected me you know Loki had a real death for me. Um, Gamora had a real death, and then even one of Thanos's guys when they blew him out the airlock uh, that was definitely a, a death that positively impacted me, but um, <laughs> that I still felt some investment in what had happened yeah. where everyone fading away was like I said, it, it didn't feel like a death, and at least not in the sense that the other ones did
0: Yeah, I guess because we all know that those are going to be reversed
1: at the well, even, well even majority even even if they weren't, it was, you know, they're fading away. It wasn't the neck literally getting squeezed to death. It wasn't, okay. it wasn't feeling the final ultimate betrayal of your parent. It wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't the, uh, this, this, uh, opponent who felt almost seemed like he was undefeatable, you know, being vanquished. It wasn't any of those things. It was just away in the wind. And it was, you know, it's not that it's not disturbing or upsetting in some way, but it just didn't have that physicality that it, those other three deaths did for me.
0: Mm, fair enough, yeah, uh especially considering the fact like I said that there's that's more of a plot device than it is an actual like character beat, yes um, what else would you say about infinity war
1: oh um uh, I guess I'll I'll answer this and then I'll, I guess I'll ask the same thing for you. What was your favorite scene in the um, in the movie? For me, honestly, I and I can't particularly say why. The one of the scenes that I enjoyed, well, I think I have an idea why. But what the scene I enjoyed was uh, when uh, Steve came out of that train station and they had that fight there. I, I quite I enjoyed that a lot, and I enjoyed um, the use of Scarlet Witch's powers as uh, even more offensive. In a, in a more offensive manner than they have previously shown them, I, um, I thought that was a, a really nice scene, and we felt like we won that scene. And maybe that that could be part of the reason too. But I enjoyed that a lot. That and some of the gang getting back together again. I I, I enjoyed it. So, um, what was your favorite scene? Mm, Doesn't okay. have to be enjoyable, but yeah, you know, what's the one that like? Oh, geez, I'm glad I didn't miss that. <laughs>
0: um, it's a tie, I think, between the the kind of mythic epic scene at the forge. Mm. That was a really good one. I thought. And I think, um, basically, um, Hmm. I would say Dr. Strange and his, uh, and his battle with Thanos was like, I thought a, a really nice touch of bringing that, that spirit of his movie, his solo movie into the, into the movie. Into Infinity War. Hmm. And I think that in both cases, it's the same reason. Avengers is kind of like, you know, okay, yeah, Steve came in with his team of Avengers because it's an Avengers movie. What was kind of made a lot of, like, made this movie work in a lot of ways for me is that everybody's little niche was still respected. Thor's scenes felt like a Thor movie. Doctor Strange's scenes felt like Doctor Strange movie. Guardian scenes felt like a Guardians movie. And it yeah. wasn't just that it was like, oh, hey, let's play this music in the background. It's almost like they employed the directorial stylings of each film. Um, or at least, the, you know, kind of the the most recent ones, I guess you could say. But, like, Thor's stuff felt like a Thor. Like, it should. Like, oh, yeah, this is a scene out of a Thor movie. Um, even without Jeff Goldblum. So... I think that that was kind of like one of the things that I enjoyed the most and what made those scenes for me is that it felt like they like hit a switch. It was still an Avengers movie, but it had, then it added in, oh, here's the moment that's right out of Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. You know? Here's the moment that's right out of, you know, if they had had, you know, what's the one I'm thinking of? Like Black Panther. You had the Black Panther moment when they oh, yeah. went into Wakanda. And, you know, pierce the veil. And, yeah, then you had that. It, it, everybody kind of got their little moment in the sun. The, the, and that kind of takes us back to the beginning. That's probably why it was so glaring that Ant-Man and Hawkeye weren't there. Yeah. Because you were waiting for them to get their moment, too. Which they will. I have no doubt about that. Um,
1: but you're right. Every moment was true. Yeah, I agree with mm-hmm. you. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now, what, what would you say is the part of the movie that you dislike the most?
1: Um... Uh, let's see. Um, um let's, let's see. The I want to say there's more than one, but the one that comes, uh, glaring to me was the whole, um, nebula scene, um, with the stakes at risk. And I mean, I know that they may made, made up so to speak, but the fact that, um, that Gamora was willing to give up the soul gem uh, because of what was happening to Gamora uh, struck me as a little, uh, gosh, I'm willing to risk my life, but not my sister's. It, 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 it didn't seem to make sense to me.
0: Mm. I think for the same reason, I, I still go back to that, to the fact that it's like Star-Lord being the most obvious kind of person that screwed up his choice to just like, in that moment, yes, I understand that he was upset, but to, for him to lose all sight of the the, the main goal and the stakes felt even for him to be a a level of recklessness that he's shown more restraint in the past and I understand that it's fresh he's you know he's he's mourning someone he's in love with and everything else but at the same time it's like okay but get that gauntlet off and you've got a time gem don't you somewhere
1: Well, it's not even that, but, you know, with with the stakes, you know, with everything at stake, you know, you think he was willing to sacrifice himself because of his father at one point, you know, in the last movie, and now he's not willing to, you know, put this aside for a slight amount of time? Yeah.
0: It just seems like, you know, it robs him of a certain amount of dignity.
1: Um, A certain amount? Yeah. (laughs) I think it stripped him of it and made him seem completely incompetent, but... uh
0: which you know that some people would say Star Lord is incompetent but oh. I think it just took it too far. I think that Star Lord actually gets the shortest shrift out of everybody in the movie.
1: Agreed. Yeah, he he loses the person he loves and screws up the and screws up them saving the universe. Yes. Yep. All
0: right. Well, that is it. For I wonder what Strange oh. thought when he saw that.
1: <laughs> God damn it. We almost Jeez, that we almost would have had it that one. Darn it. Keep going. Another another half million more. <laughs> That's
0: right. Hold on, yeah, now we have to go through more.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh geez, I wouldn't have had to die, son of a rats. <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: Hmm. <laughs> all right. Well now we only have to wait a year for the conclusion of everything. Um but wow, yeah, this was this was probably um I I'll wrap it up this way. Remember when Avengers came out and we were all shocked that they could pull off a movie with that many heroes in it?
1: Yes. <laughs> what were you yeah. we
0: thinking? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Marvel Phase Three says, "Hold my beer. hold
1: my beer." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah,
0: it reminds me of the vast difference between the groundbreaking special effects of early season one Babylon Five <laughs> and early season four Babylon Five. That's <laughs> <inaccurate>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because <laughs> uh, we had to have a Babylon Five uh, reference somewhere in this. That's okay. True uh yeah we are wrapping up this discussion of avengers infinity war when we come back next time we're going to have a little bit more open discussion and then we'll get into some episodic discussion who knows if we'll get through the whole thing
1: i'm and by the way, sure and by the way we did like it go see it oh <laughs> yeah, yeah we
0: liked it there's no doubt about that uh yeah i'd say that right now um uh, marvel just told, just just uh didn't just say to dc your move they just basically said checkmate uh huh. <laughs> pirate demons I'll show you parademons. Anyway. (laughs) Who needs wings, yeah. Exactly. All right. We will be back very shortly with another episode, as I said, with episodic discussion and more. Until then.
2: And so ends another epic episode of The Critical Myth. If you want to leave a comment for this show, head over to vognetwork.com. Not only can you find links to the podcast version of each show, But there is a dedicated forum, a ton of written reviews, and related articles by the crew throughout the site. For the written reviews, you can even leave your own review. So let us know if you agree or not. You can also leave comments on our Facebook page, Critical Myth, on Twitter at Critical Myth, or Google Plus under the Critical Myth Show. Any and all use of copyrighted material is only intended for discussion, commentary, parody, or educational purposes, in accordance with U.S. Code Title 17, also known as fair use in other words please don't sue us and of course the statements and opinions of the critical myth crew are not necessarily those of the vog network its partners or affiliates but let's face it we're probably right anyway until next time watch watch, watch. read read and listen and listen and believe and believe in the critical. in the critical myth